Welcome to Jesus Songs, a podcast about church music. My name is Brett Yonker, and I'm so glad that you're listening today. We've got a great episode in store. Today, we are joined by Melody Malone. Melody has been a steady voice in the passion movement for years now, carrying so many amazing songs. But today, we get to look at her new song, I've Witnessed It. It first came to life at Passion 2023 at the conference, and then over this last year, we've just seen, especially in our church, it really take hold in people's lives. This is an amazing song all about the faithfulness of God. And before we jump into the interview, I do want to encourage you that if you are 18 to 25, would love to invite you to the Passion Conference in 2024. We're going to be gathering at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Uh, we've put this banner over the over this year to call on heaven. We've just been seeing God stirring on so many college campuses over this last year. And I have no doubt in my mind that this year is going to be unlike any other. Uh, so love what God is doing. This is what we're, uh, is big in our hearts for university students. In this song, I've witnessed it, has played a big, big role in our movement this last year. So I'm really excited that Melody is here to share with us the heart behind the song and how God has been using it in our community as well. So uh, let's jump right into the interview. Melody Malone, welcome to the Jesus Songs podcast. We are so glad you're here today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Brett, for having me. It's an honor. I love this. I love what you're doing. I Thank love you. getting to see behind the curtain of a lot of these songs. Yep. Gosh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's been really fun, um, and we're so pumped to be in season two and uh, to have you here today uh, to talk about I've Witnessed It. Yeah. Yeah, it's been such an amazing song, um, obviously here at Passion, and then just kind of seeing where God is taking it. It's pretty yeah. great. But before we really yeah. get into the song, we want to get to know you a little bit and just kind of hear uh, a lot of us, especially if you're kind of tuning in to this podcast, you know, they've probably heard a lot about you, your story, this, that, the other. But I was wondering if you could tell us and the listeners here, how did you even get into music, period? Yeah. Like, obviously, your name's Melody, so, like, your parents had an idea. They did, I yeah. guess. They, they At least they yeah. thought they did. They thought they did. Um, I did find out that my dad's the one that was really fighting for the okay. name. He really wanted me to do something in music, yep. so I guess he... He spoke that over my life yep. before I was born. Um, but we have a very musical family. Okay. Like we were the family that at like Christmas time, everyone has to come with like a presentation, yep. uh, something to sing, or my cousins played saxophone and trombone, you okay. know? So it, it was those kind of band. like we did. Yep. And my aunt played piano. Like it was just, that's what you did. Great. Usually the cousins would sing with some harmonies. Like yep. that's just kind of the environment I grew I up that. in. So, um, so music was, in my life just from a around. Very, yeah just around yep. you know like from a very young age started taking piano when I was four I mean okay. like oh wow so things. like super early super early okay. super young I don't remember a time in my life when I didn't play piano That's so amazing you know but it, it was as I grew up I grew up in the church yep. so I grew up around church music yep. all of that kind of thing what were some of those artists and bands that you loved like oh, in middle school high school oh middle school high school um, I mean, Point of Grace was like one of my all-time favorites. Go. I mean, like truly, Keep the if you're gonna burning. take it, if you're gonna take it back, yeah. my first CD was Point of Grace. My first concert was Sandy Patty. I mean, we were deep in, <laughs> deep into Christian music. Um, I loved. It. Who else did I love? Oh, I loved Avalon. I loved all the groups. All the vocal like, groups. All the vocal groups was Let's like go. what I loved. Let's bring them back. Oh yeah, come on. Yeah, all I the love harms. It. 
Exactly. That's awesome. So you're listening to all this music, music's in the family, and you've been obviously playing music. When did you start like playing at church or any of that kind of stuff? Yeah. I started playing piano or keys in our high school band. Amazing. Uh, Our high school church band, if you will. Um, And that was kind of my first exposure to probably what we would what worship looks like now yep. you know as yep. we think about worship in the in the church yep. um in these days and so that was kind of my first experience i wasn't leading you know i wasn't really singing i was just kind of, i was playing yep. um in the background and it was through our drama team okay <laughs> as well so it was all kind of like one one piece together great so it was a band slash drama team yes did this have a name Fusion. Fusion. Yes. Because well, we fused music and drama, maybe. Well, Fusion was the name of our student ministry. Okay, got it. Um, and so you, you was a part of the Fusion band. Yeah, I love and, 90s youth group names. Oh, they're, they're fantastic. They're so good. Uh, that's awesome. So yeah. you're in the, are you doing drama and playing the keys? I, I did. Yes. What role did you play you in the know, drama? I don't remember. You I just do? think I've, you no, do? I really don't. Okay. I think I blocked that part out of my memory. I just remember that better is did one Did you day. ever do Carmen's the Champion? No, we didn't. Oh, what a missed opportunity. Honestly, I was looking back through. I, I still have the binder okay. that is all of our chord charts. Like all your songs? Yeah, all yeah. the songs that we and played. your transparencies for the overhead projector? Uh, yeah, I don't have those, but yeah, we okay. did. We, we may have been a little further along okay. than that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but we're using PowerPoint now. Right. We're definitely using PowerPoint at that point. But I was looking back at this this folder, Yep. and it was fun because I, I got to see who, like the songs we were singing and yep. like remembering, and there's names like... Charlie Hall, Matt Remen, Chris Tomlin, cool. like all of those legends yep. that I really probably didn't really pay that much attention to yeah. like at the time. And then like over the years, you start realizing, oh, man, these men and women really formed and shaped my view of worship without me even understanding it. And totally. then I mean, you like, had no idea who they were. They were these just songs no. kind of came into your world. Exactly. What were some of those songs? What were some of the ones that were starting to be like? Uh, maybe where you started having like moments with Jesus yeah. and really experiencing the power and the presence of God. Yeah, um, better is one day yeah. is is one of them for yeah. sure for me. I think that's I think that's the first song I ever led as okay. a worship leader. Wow, it was better is cool. one day, which is awesome. Yep. Um, consuming fire. Third day. Right. Uh, Tim Hughes, oh, right? Tim Hughes. But oh. I think to, uh, no, I think Third Day did really like. Well, yeah. it's, a, it's a different consuming it, fire. It, Same it, one uh, of yes, God, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that one, um, all in all, honestly, Love was that one, one. Yeah. that I really connected with. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones, but yes, those those were some. That's awesome. So speed it up. You go to college and stuff, and then somehow you you're like you're doing music full time and you're leading yeah. worship. And um, you just tell us about that. About even just trying to like figure out life and where you're going, and then going. I think God is leading me to like really go all in on music and and leading songs right. and writing songs and helping people yeah how that happened well it's like you know I knew I loved music yep. and I knew I loved God but I hadn't necessarily connected that what I loved about music was the way that it connected people to the heart of God in yep. a way that nothing else can and yeah. that's unexplainable there's just there's a mystery to that that yep. I don't think we'll ever understand besides the fact that that's just the way that God created it right yeah. and so I think in college I began to understand that a little bit more yep. um in 2006 yep. I went to passion conference okay um that's the only conference that or the first one and the only one I ever attended as okay. a student um but where did you I, go to college I went to Belmont. Belmont. Belmont University, Nashville. A musical school. 
Yes. It was. I went for music, all of, all yeah. of the all of the things you do as you're trying to figure out life. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um and I encountered God there in a way that I never had before. Yeah. Even I mean, growing up in church, obviously being around it, being around the things of God. Um, but I went to a late night session with Matt Redman and Christine Knuckles yep. in the Ryman. Oh yeah. Um and the way that they led me to encounter God, it it was this moment, and I found my journal from this like yeah. a few years ago where I said, I think this is what I want to do with my life. Amazing. Like I I want to help people encounter Jesus in yep. this way. And I didn't I had no idea what that looked like. Sure. Like it wasn't like I want to be on the stage at the right. I mean, like that's not where it went. It was right. just like whatever my life is, wherever God leads yeah, it. Whatever happened tonight, yes. I want to do that again and lead others to experience that. Yes. Yeah, because totally. what a gift it was for me to know like that they let God use them you know, to, to lead me into an encounter with him. Yeah. Like it, it was just, it was a beautiful experience. I love that. Um, and so I think that slowly that started that planted a seed, you yeah. know, in my life. And then, um, I got involved, uh, towards the end of college with wind shape camps yeah. and started leading worship for them. And yep. I was like, I really love this. That's like, cool. I think this is what I'm supposed to do with my life. But again, there's not like it's it's not like you join a normal job when you feel like and this is the first step and this is the you know like sure. this is your job and then you're going to get a ra like yeah. a raise or Most you're going to get Most people in music their their paths are not like straight lines. No. Right. Not at all. Yeah. And and even my vision for what I would do, I really had no idea what that looked like. Right. I was just like I love Jesus and I love music and I love what happens when those two things come together. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. And so kind of in that season, you link up, you're in Atlanta working for Windshape, you yeah. link up with Passion City, you get involved here and, um, and you start, start leading around. But let's talk about songwriting for just a second. Yeah. So obviously you've been in these church bands and you're, uh, you're kind of leading a different, you're in fusion and like it was such a wave in the early 2000s and uh, people are still talking about it. But, <laughs> uh, but when did you start like going, hey, I, I want to write some of these songs yeah. or really, when, when did that start for you? Gosh, I mean, I have really bad songs from I think middle school and okay. high school even. Like yep. I, I dipped my Do you remember any titles in. from your middle school songs? Um, there was one that was called Look Your Way. Look Your Way. And okay. it was a love song. Okay. Um, and it, it was like one, it was something to the effect of uh, one day, like, I'm looking for like the guy. So I'm looking and I'm like, and one day I'll see like, you're looking my way too. Oh, got mm -hmm. it. A little flip. Yeah, a little flip. Okay. Uh-huh. Good right. lyric flip. <laughs> That's good. So middle school. <laughs> yes. But man, gosh, honestly, writing has been my biggest struggle. Really? Like as a, yes, it has. As a, as a musician, um, it is the thing that I probably have put off the most yeah. and dread the most. Why do you think that is? Um, I think for me, a lot of music has come very natural uh -huh. and I haven't had to work very hard for okay. a lot of it. If I just very yeah. honestly, and I think there, I have to put a lot of work into writing. Totally. It's not this thing that just feels like, obviously it's creativity and you have to work at it and right. it's a muscle. Yep. And so I think just, um, being willing to put in the hard the hard work and the effort that it takes to become yeah. a better writer, you right. know, like yeah, it's, I bet it's too. It's like one of those things where you're like, you're starting to you, you write a song, you're like, I don't know if that's even good. Totally. And then or then you're and then you write another one, you're like, I like that one. And yeah. then you write another one, you're like, 
it's mid, yes. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, uh, totally. and the journey of like, and sometimes, yeah, that's not when it's not like hundred, you know, hitting the hundred yes. percent mark all the time. That yes. can be tough. Yes. And I was someone who I would write a song and if I didn't feel like it was good, yeah. I would feel like, well, what was, was it worth it? Why like, did the, how, why did I even do that? Like right. I wanted to see something fruitful from every time I sat down. For sure. You know, like, obviously, that's what we desire. Right. And I think the more we work at it, yeah. the, our percentage gets higher and higher uh-huh. of what actually becomes a good song. <laughs> right. You know, like, right. <laughs> you've learned. You, yes. You're applying the, the tools of what you've learned. Yep. Um, but that's still what I have to remember that, like, even if even if nothing comes from this time other than I'm actually getting to worship Jesus, it yeah. is still a fruitful time. Totally. And the fact that you showed up. Yes. That you just, that's the yes. doing the work. Yes. It's just going, I showed up to do the thing today. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. So you're you're kind of in that space. You're kind of writing some and then you're but it feels like in this last season, over the last couple of years, you've really started to dig into that mm-hmm. and to show up and to do that work. Yeah. And so it's in this season that you write this song that we're here to talk about today. Yeah. I've witnessed it. Yeah. So tell us a bit of the story. Where was like the inspiration? How did it all come to be? Yeah. Well, you know, I think even as we talk about songs, a lot of times we talk about how they really like we are conduits of a song, right? right? Like in the sense of like they feel like a gift from God. Right. And that we just get to like God uses our gifts and talents that he's given us to then put these words and these songs in the mouths of people for them to sing them back to him. And so like that to me is the picture of this song. Yeah. Um, And I had the opportunity. I, you know, we go up to Nashville to write all the time and I got paired with these two guys that I had never met before. Okay. Um, I was with Austin Davis and Andrew Holt and I was like, great. You know, no idea they're what's going to come out. You know, they're, they're amazing, they're by the in, way. Incredible. Like, Check them which out, the I know now. Belongingco.com. Yes. Um, exactly. And we got paired together. And I think you probably know this when, when you've written, never written with someone, uh-huh. it can be a little intimidating it to, to walk into a space and not know. What is that like? What's that feeling like? Oh, man. You're like, I'm about to try and be very honest and vulnerable with perfect strangers. Okay. You know, and yeah. because that's the that's the space I want to write from. Totally. You know, is a totally. space of authenticity and this is what Jesus is doing in my life. And let me just blurt out all of my creative ideas uh-huh. and act like I'm not my identity is not attached to them. <laughs> which is not. But to believe that. Sure. And and to walk into that space totally. can be pretty intimidating. It is definitely intimidating. Well, and you're trying to size up like you know, I know what gets my heart on fire, right? but I'm not sure what you're into and I don't know things you like. or And so, yeah, especially if you've never met them, you don't even have a, you know, it's one thing to be friends with somebody and write, a, and write with them. You've never written with them before. Right. That's one thing. But to, to be like, I don't even know you. Like, right. I don't know. I don't know where you are, what kind of music you're into or where you want it to go. That's, that can be, yeah. that'd be challenging, but yeah, so you're you walk into that. Yeah, so scenario. we're in Austin's garage. Fortunately, these guys are very nice people. Very yeah. nice. <laughs> so. They're like, I will do anything for them now. We are. Yeah. I just they're some of my favorite guys yeah. now, and um, I just you didn't know that at the yeah. time, you know, truly. Yeah. So uh, we were in Austin's garage, and um, Andrew was like, I, you know, we kind of started, and we were like, Does anybody have any ideas or any thoughts or yep. like feelings? And so Andrew threw out this idea. Um, and he's like, I think we should, we could write a song called I've Witnessed It. And he had 
a little bit of the chorus and a little bit of the okay. uh, a little bit of the bridge, okay. like kind of mapped out. Yep. And I was like, honestly, I think that sounds like an incredible idea. Yeah, let's <laughs> do like, it. There just there was synergy around the idea, yeah. like from from the beginning. Why, how, why did that idea resonate with you? You know, I had, uh, gosh, we wrote in the summer of 2021. No. Yes. No, 2022. My, my years are getting it's mixed hard. up. Yeah, it yeah. is. Summer 2022 is when yep. we wrote the song. And I had 2021 and the beginning of 2022 were pretty rough for me personally. Yeah. And just, I think, obviously, in 2020, everything that we experienced I think I thought God was doing something and I was like, I know God is moving. I know God is working. Yeah. And I was so expectant for what that was, yep. but I thought I knew what that was. Right. And then when it turned out not to be, and it turned to be like the exact opposite of what I thought he was doing, <laughs> right. it kind of sent me in a tailspin, yeah. if I'm honest. And wow. I kind of started like getting into places where I was saying, do I believe that God is good? Like I just started asking some of the questions that I assumed or thought that I believed right. all my life or wow. that I'd heard up, yeah. like growing up. But some of it, it started to feel like it was a platitude. Does yeah. that make sense? And For not sure. something that I had truly wrestled with. Yep. Like, yes, I'm supposed to believe that God is good. Wow. But do I actually, have I wrestled with that thought? Yeah. Versus just denying whatever it is, the hurt or the pain or the belief that I didn't think he showed up like I thought. Mm -hmm. And then just saying, well, I'm, I can't deal with that because I'm just supposed to believe he's good because that's what they tell me. To, that's what I'm, you know, that's what they say. That's what the Bible says, you know, like, right. but actually wrestling with that. Yeah. And so I'm in that space of just questioning a lot of that, having been through that. So the, when you, as you're coming into this, yes, right. That's, as I'm coming into this, right. You're in the midst of that. Yes. Zone season. Yes. Yeah. And just trying to figure out, God, what are you doing? Is this who I still believe you to be? Wow. And then to, to so to have this song that says, I've witnessed your faithfulness. Like, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. It was just one of those where I was like, I know this is true. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, like, I do believe that. And it just, yeah. it, it was such a great reminder for me of who God was. Love that. Um, and I think that's why it, it resonated with me. Yeah. And to have a song when you're in those moments and yep. when you're in those times and seasons of life yep. where you can say, this is who I know God to be, yep. and I'm going to declare it over my circumstance, over my situation. And I'm going to like, because sometimes you just have to hear yourself say it right. to believe it again, yeah. to believe that it's true. Oh, that's awesome. So really, at least for you in that moment, you're like going, I kind of actually, maybe really thinking about all of this, I'm kind of like singing it right here. Oh yeah. I yeah. was singing it there. And then I almost immediately after we wrote it and I got the demo, 
I had a, a friend of mine and her husband in mind, yeah. like immediately. And I was like, I think this song is for them too, oh, wow. because of their circumstance and what they were they were walking through with yeah. infertility and adoption issues, and just they needed wow. a song to sing. And so, like, I sent them to. I was like, you don't share with this to anybody, but I, like, I think this is, you know, like yeah. this is for you. Wow. And they've they've texted me time and time again, like on their way to meeting an adoptive mom, parent possibility, like all of these situations on the yeah. way to the hospital, on all of these things were like, we're listening to this right now wow. because it's reminding us of God's faithfulness and who he is and that he's going to come through in our situation. That's so amazing. What do you think that is? Like, why do you think to have that kind of phrase, I witnessed your faithfulness, and then to look back on what God has done in your life mm-hmm. or to to see moments where he in fact has shown you mm-hmm. that he is good. Yeah. How does that help you? Like to believe yeah. it in the moment where kind of everything else around you circumstantially is going like, God is not at work right now. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Well, I think I think if we're not careful, we have the tendency to base our faith and base our belief in God yep. off of our feelings. Wow. Our feelings, even of his presence with us. Yeah. But what do you do when you're laying in bed at night and you can't not like you can't imagine God, you can't conjure up his presence, you can't and you start to question all of these things and you're in this situation and you just don't feel him near you. Right. And I think if if we base our faith and our belief in God off of our feelings, then we're gonna end up being like the man who builds his house on the sand. Yeah. And it's just gonna disintegrate, even if even if it's well intentioned. Sure. You know, like we've had encounters with God. But I think this song is important because it helps us remember that we have to base our faith in God off off of who he is, right. off of the truth of his character. Yeah, that's good. and what he's done. So that's why worship, right? Yep. Because of who he is and for what he's done. Yep. And so it's rem- it's immersing ourselves in the scripture of God yep. and then all of the things we've seen him do, you right. know, for us, the cross, like right. the resurrection, like yeah. these things that are historical are events are concrete yeah. that are not going to change right. based off our circumstance. Yep. Like the promise of the resurrection to come, of spending eternity with yeah. him, all of these things, right. you know? And so I think that's like when in this bridge, when you're saying you're good, you're strong, you're constant, yep. you know, you save, you heal, you love, like right. that's his care. Character and those things don't change. Yep. And so it's it's then applying that and saying, okay, well, I'm in this situation. I, it doesn't look like those things are true, right. but this is what scripture says. And so even if it doesn't look like I understand it, then I still am going to believe this is who you are. Because honestly, like I if I can explain God, if I can fit all of who he is into my finite understanding. Right. I don't really think that works. Like, I don't really want you to do that, you know? Right. I want like, a God who's bigger than me. Than my right. intellect, because right. my intellect is so small. Right. Um, and so I think it's like in those situations where I don't understand, yeah. I actually take comfort in the fact in so- that I can't understand in That's some regards really because I can see that if I could, then actually there's not, it's, he's not a God that's understandable. That's awesome. So you guys have this like awesome moment in the garage. Yeah. And all of a sudden, did it just kind of flow? Like it did. That's amazing. It did. I Was that think... different? Speaking of like showing up to work and all this stuff, <laughs> yeah. And then it just kind of flowed. Like, what's that like? 
It's it's fun. I mean, yeah. our you know our pastor talks about writing sermons and yeah. uh, writing songs. Sometimes it's like wrestling a bear or, ride, or riding a wave. Right. And this was for sure riding a wave. We love so that. honestly, we yeah. love it, and you, it's fun to look back on that time and yeah. just see like, oh man, it, this just flowed. This just flowed, and we wrote the song in two to three hours. Amazing. You know, and that doesn't. It really does not <laughs> happen that way. It's I mean, like, obvi- it is not the norm. <laughs> it's why I dread songwriting to some degree. Uh-huh. Is because you know. Yeah. But that, and that's also why I say it. So, it was just a gift yeah. because there's nothing, there is no part of me that feels like, oh man, we did a great yeah. job. It yeah. just, it was like, man, the Lord really just like blessed us with what we yeah. needed in that time. I love that. I, and I think there's, there's something really good to think about if you're a songwriter or even just whatever it is that you're doing in life, you know, uh, you have to go surfing in order to go catch the wave. So, so good. you've got to, yes. you've got to get out there and you've got, you know, we're so coastal here in Atlanta and, um, <laughs> We surf on the Chattahoochee River. Um, just kidding. That that would I be wish. gross. Yeah. Um, but uh, but you've got to show up, and then because yeah. you have, been, we're in this like, all right, I'm gonna get pushed. I'm gonna stretch. Totally. You keep showing up, and then one day you show up, and then the wave comes. Yes. And you're able to ride it, and um, so that's amazing. So you guys get this song, you got to put together, and then uh, tell us about the first time you led the song. I think the first time we led it was at a 5 p.m. gathering here at Passion, um, Passion City. And it's one of those things people ask us, I think, all the time. Do you just show up at conference and lead songs? (laughs) Um, Or do you... Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Sometimes no. We we did get to lead this one once, I think, like before. Um, But yeah, we led it at a 5. And, you know, it's nerve-wracking when you're like, okay, here's a song I wrote. You know, but the whole reason you're writing them is because you want them to connect with people. Sure. Um, and you want to put words in people's mouths so that they can sing back to God. And yep. so I think, honestly, I was so open-handed with it. And I was just like, okay, we're going to lead it. We'll see if it connects with people. If yeah. it doesn't connect with people, then we'll move on like to, right. the, to like to the next to the next right. song. Well, you know what's cool is like it's already connected with you. Right. And it's already connected to somebody who's right. close to you. And so I think there is like a settledness of like, and I think it just takes the pressure off sometimes the songs of like, you know, some days, like, uh, there's a lot of songs that uh, you could write that are like, yeah. man, I love these. These are amazing. Yeah. But, like, maybe not everybody's going to. Totally. And that's, but, but you know, I've already been moved. Yes. So it's great. Right. <laughs> so let's, let's, exactly. let's go lead it and hopefully it'll, it'll move the hearts of some other people too. Yeah. And it did. It, yeah. yeah. And it, it did. It just, it felt like instantly almost that it really just connected and that I was like, this is a song that people want to sing yeah. back to Jesus and they just want to give him the praise. What, would, what did that feel like when you were leading? Because I, and I know that is such a like nerve wracking thing, but like, could you tell immediately that like, oh, I think, yeah, yeah, I really could, which was kind of crazy because it's never <laughs> happened to me before, and I, I was like, that. oh, okay, yeah, like thank you Jesus, yeah. like this is awesome, yeah. like I, it's, it's exciting, it's so you know. Exciting. Obviously, when that happens, yep. you're just grateful and you're humbled. Like yep. honestly, I was like, I really can't believe this is happening. I mean, like, yep. um, I and there's been many times that I haven't almost been able to get through this song because I've been crying because I've been thinking of situations and people in the middle of it and just knowing how, how it has affected people. It really is a humbling experience. And you're just going, why, why do you, why did you choose me to be the conduit for this song? And it's just gratitude. Yeah. That's amazing. I remember that night you guys let it in the in the main set, and then I remember we were kind of all looking around, like all of our little a lot of the leaders. We were kind of yeah. sitting around each other, and we're like, "Okay, yeah, this is this is pretty awesome." <laughs> and then Brad, uh, who's our uh, Atlanta city pastor, was like, "I think we should do that again." And so we yeah. ended up doing it a second time that night, and 
<laughs> and it was so cool, especially as it was leading us. And that song was kind of the front end of the wave leading us into um, uh, Passion 2023, yes. uh, which we were in Fort Worth and in uh, in Atlanta. And so talk to us about, so obviously you and I have had a, an, a, the amazing privilege to be able to uh, lead worship and to write songs and yeah. carry a lot of these moments uh, mm-hmm. through the years at Passion. What's so significant about these gatherings? Oh, man. You know, obviously, like I had my life changed by one of them, Mm -hmm. you know, like so for me, it's very personal because I have this experience of encountering God there in a a different way. And I think there is something so um, powerful about that age of 18 to 25 to be gathered with that many other students. Yeah. Who believe in Jesus yep. because they're coming from all of these college campuses where they may be, there may be one person, you know, we have so many colleges where one person comes from that college right. and they could feel like, oh man, I just feel like I'm the only one out here who believes in Jesus. Right. And so to come into an arena full of people your age, 18 right. to 25 and say, we're all here for one reason. Yeah. We're all here to, for the most part, to praise Jesus. And there's obviously, there's so many that come that are like, I don't know, my friend dragged <laughs> yeah, me to this. I don't, and I don't even know what I came to. Right. But there's there's a powerful testimony mm-hmm. to that, you know? And that's, that's why we worship. It's what we talk about on Sundays. It's just like, man, if I can't sing, then this person can sing. And so I think there's just this this sense of awakening, I think, that happens and yep. a vision that God gives yes. um, to these students when we're there. Yep. Um, and obviously the, art, the speakers and the worship and all of it um, is powerful because of the experience of these leaders um, and God uses every one of them. But there's just a, a powerful sense of the Holy Spirit in yeah. these gatherings and what he's doing. I completely agree. So we get to we get there, we, yeah. get, we come into this moment and God starts turn our lives upside down. And um, if, I'm, if my memory is right, we've had a lot of uh, amazing events and moments all along the way since then, yeah. but we ended with this song. We did. Yeah. And so we ended with, I've witnessed it. Good. I was I was pretty sure we did. We did. We did yeah. I was like, I, I'm going to go on a, on a limb. But I remember it because I do, I just have this like vivid memory of, of ending there and just seeing an arena full of people saying out loud, yeah. I'm going to go witness the faithfulness. Yes. And so, yeah. and obviously... You know, that's a huge piece of what it talks about in Acts, right? Like the, the God gives us the Holy Spirit and want, like the Holy Spirit empowers us to yes. be a witness of Jesus, of yeah. the story of Jesus, to be carriers of the gospel. Yeah. And um, like, just talk about that. Like, just why is that so important, even in our worship, to declare out, like, I, I, yeah. I'm going to bear witness to, to who God is and what he's done. And yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to be one that like, preaches the gospel in my whatever my sphere, sphere of influence is. Yeah. Why why is that important in our worship? Yeah. Well, it's it's funny going back to the songwriting piece of it a little yeah. bit. We had written the whole song and then it was like do we add this extra bridge? Mm-hmm. Like is it too much? Does we it love work? Another bridge. You know, like do the yep. lyric clip thing, yep. you know, like cuz you know yep. you're saying I've witnessed it and then you, that last bridge changes. Right. And it says to the broken, to the hurting, to the lost, to my family, to my city, you know, to the, yeah. like I'll witness it. Yeah, it starts looking out. Yeah, but it, yeah. it really is the whole picture. Right. It's the whole gospel. Yep. I think if we don't do that, we've missed out on the gift of the gospel. That's so I think good. we've missed out on understanding 
what's been given to us. Yeah. Because it's like, you can tell when anyone's excited about their, this new thing in their life, you right. know, because they talk about it. That's very true. <laughs> they want you to know about it. Right. They want you to know about the TV show they're watching yep. or the shoes that they bought, right. you know, like all of it. You're, right. you're talking about what yep. you've experienced and what you've, you know, what you've seen or heard or all of it. Yeah. And you're right. It's Acts. It's in Acts 1. And then there, I think it's Acts 12 or 14. I can't remember. But it literally says, you will be my witness of what you have seen and heard. Like, what are you waiting for? Hello. And so that that's is- That's a word that for somebody the, listening. Exactly. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Yeah. And that's the call in our life. It's like, man, I have experienced the love and the grace and the forgiveness of Jesus. Wow. Like, and then because of that, I worship him, but my worship isn't complete. I don't think that, until yeah. I am willing to say, man, but have you heard about what he's done? Cause I want you to experience that same joy, that yep. same freedom that I have found. I love because that. I like, and I think that's the completion of it. I don't, I think it's to some degree it's incomplete until we do that. I think you're right. I, I, I believe that. And, and obviously, you know, just thinking about passion in that moment yeah. again at that at the end yeah. of the conference, and to to think about where these thousands of students are going to mm-hmm. go. Okay, yeah, we came in here, we experienced Jesus together, the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, but now we're going to campuses and we're yeah. going to uh, families and cities and workplaces, and really, like you said, I mean, this is what happens at Passion: is the trajectory of, of people's lives are changed. They think they're yeah. going one way, and then Jesus steps in and was like, yeah. "Actually, I would like to walk with you this, this way." way. Yeah. And um, it's pretty powerful. So, um, and w- 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 one more th- uh, one thing about the song, and then I want to end with one the one other thing. But yeah. uh, there's you've just gotten to make a really cool new version of this song. Yes. Yeah. Will you tell us about that? Yeah. Um, well, we. Uh, man, what do you say? Um, we, there's been a lot of versions of this song, so it's been yeah. fun just to like kind of rethink and reevaluate yep. and look at it. Yep. Um, but yeah, there are a few different versions that are about to come out or yep. that are out or wherever, you know. I think they're out. They're out. They're, they're great. Out. Yeah, that are out. Yeah. Um, but our friend Jen Johnson yes. was at Passion. Heard of her. Heard of her. Yeah. Great, great gal. Yeah. Um, great worship leader. Amazing. Amazing. Um, she was at Passion Conference yeah. and she heard I've witnessed it. Yeah, it was her first time ever coming to Passion. Yes, first time. Yeah. Um, and she really just connected with the song. Wow. Um, and really felt like she wrote the song. <laughs> She's <laughs> so like, she Did I write you? this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did I write this one? Um, but she was just like, This is something that she wants to she's like, I'm gonna carry this. Wow. Um, and so we got to do a version together. Let's um, go. That is pretty amazing. And obviously it's such an honor. Um wow. just to to be able to sing it with Jen and just for, for her to be on it but it's, oh, it's, it's pretty awesome and it sounds so good you're strong and I've witnessed it you're constant and I've witnessed it and I'm confident I see it again and again you love and I've witnessed it You save and I've witnessed it And I'm comforted I see it again uh, yeah, well, and just the two of you guys together, it's so great. So wherever you are today, you need to go uh, leave this podcast and go <laughs> check it out. It'll be amazing. Um, but we're, you know, at the time of this episode is coming out, we're on a journey towards another passion gathering. Yeah. And it's Passion 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah. And 
obviously every time we we gather for passion it feels important yeah. um it feels timely it's whatever god wants to do in this season but there is something that's kind of on another level when we get into a place like mercedes-benz stadium yeah to get a stadium full of people uh like you said specifically 18 to 25 year olds and just talk about what in this moment in this season this fall as we're on this journey um and as students are kind of signing up uh, from different campuses and, you know, maybe you're not even a college student. You're yeah. just in that 18 to 25 window and you're yeah. you're like, I'm coming to Passion this year uh, because you're hungry for something. Um, what do you sense God doing and saying and stirring as we're on this uh, journey towards this gathering? Yeah. Um, I think what I'm sensing is truly a hunger and a thirst for Jesus. Wow. And not just to orbit around the things of Jesus, mm -hmm. but for God to return his people to a, just a, a love, to their first love, to a love for him. Wow. Um, I think it can be really easy to get caught up in religion yeah. and the things of God yep. and thinking that you are doing things for God. Yeah. And you could be doing them for God, but have we lost the, I actually like doing things with God. And I just see this returning and this repentance almost and just yeah. this purity yep. of worship and of just a desire to love God, to be in relationship with him, yep. just and for everything else to emanate from that place. That's awesome. Um, I think that that's what I'm praying for is just yeah. a pure that we would not be so familiar with the things of God that we have lost our awe and wonder of who he is and what yeah. he's done for us. And yeah. that we'll just enter into that space. You know, when we when we get into Mercedes Benz, it's crazy. It's massive. But that yeah. God would feel so intimate and so close and that he would just light a fire in our hearts for him. Yeah. Like, and then that's when you want to go out. That's when you want to tell your your yeah. neighbor. It doesn't have to be something conjured up. It doesn't have to be pretense because it's real. Yeah. It's like, I've seen Jesus. I remember what he's done for me. And that that lights me on fire. And I just can't help but bow. I can't help but praise. I can't. It's just this overflow and this hunger and this desire just to actually meet Jesus and to know the person of Jesus. That's awesome. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that hunger is stirring in this generation. And uh, yeah, just that desire. I completely agree. And it is so crazy. Like when you to get, uh, obviously, I mean, Mercedes Benz is so big. Massive. But it's it's so crazy because when you like you said, I mean that's when you're in the, a place like that and and you realize, wow, like look, God is doing a lot in, in me and in my yeah. life, and then but you look around and in a place like that, it's like a sea of people, and then to think that God knows each one of these people so intimately, so personally, mm -hmm. He has a plan and a purpose for all of these people, and I love it because it's one of those reminders, even for me, that I'm a part of something that's so much bigger yes. than me. And I gladly want to give leverage everything that I am, all of my gift, um, all of my future, all towards this end. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what passion's been about since day one, For you sure. know, is Jesus, yep. the name and the fame of Jesus yep. and helping us understand that's what we leverage our lives for, yeah. is for the name and the fame of Jesus. So cool. And what a gift it is to be able to learn that at that age and just to understand I have a purpose. Yep. And it is to know Jesus and to make him known. Oh, and it doesn't have to be more complicated than that. It really doesn't. I am so looking forward to singing this song <laughs> in a place like that. <laughs> and to just sit here, everybody just saying, I've witnessed your faithfulness, yeah. Jesus. It's going to be awesome. 
Uh, Melody, thank you so much for coming and being a part of the podcast. We're so grateful for you and we love this song so much. Thank you. You bet. Thanks for checking out this episode of Jesus Songs, a podcast about church music. Subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode and leave a review. We'll see you next time.